0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope you guys have had a great weekend. I had an excellent weekend because I have just started my vacation super stoked about that looking forward to getting out and drinking some craft beers in some craft beer bars because here in montreal they are starting to allow that and i'm very excited to do that Throughout the month of June, I am shining some light on Unique Leader Records. I'm super stoked about this. They are one of the best extreme metal labels out there, and I am honored to be able to do this. Until the end of the month, you can go to the Unique Leader Indie Merch Store, and when you are checking out, you can apply the promo code Vox and Hops, that's V O X A N D H O P S, and you will save 10% on your order. You should do this because not only do they have a bunch of sick merch up there, they also have a bunch of pre orders for upcoming releases up there, and you could uh, save 10% if you go and use that promo code. Support Extreme Music. I'm super stoked to play you a track from a unique leader artist right now. This is Stillbirth's Panem A. Sirsenses. As always, turn it up to 11. Here it is. Ah! But birth was not on your radar. Well, they absolutely should be right now. They're dropping their new record, Revive the Throne, on August 7th. You should absolutely pick that up. Today's episode is a very special episode because I had the chance to sit down with two wonderful people from one of my favorite local up-and-coming craft beer breweries. On today's episode, I'm with Max Ebert and Joel Zupra of Sir John Brewing Company. Here it is, Vox & Hops, episode number 157. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very
1: disturbing indeed.
0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Joel Duprat and Max Ebaia from Sir John Brewing Company uh, from Lachute, Chute, Quebec. I am super, super stoked to be with you guys. I... Uh, have been following what you 're doing since I want to say around Decembers when I really got like drawn into you guys, I think it was I went to Witsun Bier on Saint six Street, which is a, a usual haunt of mine, and I saw these cans sitting there on the shelf that i hadn 't seen before i didn 't recognize i didn 't know what they were, so of course I bought. Everything that was there, I think what was there at the time was...
1: In December? Um be a Jericho? Probably a Jericho and Ezekiel, but probably something like exactly, that.
0: Exactly, that's that's exactly it. So it was the Jericho and the Ezekiel, and I was blown away. I was like, why is nobody talking about these guys? Who are these guys? What's going on? I kept here I'm on Capsule BI, which is, for everyone listening that's not in Quebec, it's uh, this Facebook group where there's a lot of elitist craft beer people that hang out. And (laughs) I hadn't seen you guys being posted there yet. I didn't know why, but I just kept buying your stuff. And then in January, I hit you guys up saying that I'd love to have some for the podcast. And you guys were great hooked me up with uh, my hat that everyone has been seeing all my pictures with is my sir john hat yeah it's true ridiculously enough i needed a new hat and it's the exact same model of a hat that i was wearing from Nobi, which is a craft beer bar down in texas fits you well it's it's perfect i'm i'm i it's (laughs) meant to be we're meant to be friends so i never talk this much during an intro but as i mentioned before we started recording uh i feel like i'm meeting rock stars because uh (laughs) i've just enjoy your products so 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 much from from everything Clientier. that i've tried and it's like when i go and re-listen to an album from a band that i like if i go re-buy one of your brews it's like re-experiencing it and i'm always excited and whenever i get my order from vits and bi because i'm ordering them online now i always save yours yeah. for last <laughs> it's this <laughs> it's really really fun so so thank you guys for sitting down with me i'm super stoked about it uh let's just start on something super simple uh, Simple but yet complex at the same time. How have you guys and the brewery been coping with COVID nineteen? Oh,
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> complex, yeah, <COVID-19>. for sure.
2: <laughs> well, a big chance we uh, we do cans be, because uh, otherwise we would be in uh, big trouble. Because <laughs> for sure, we're not even a uh, one year old, so uh,
1: yeah, we're
2: we're we're kind of lucky that the the, the selling of the cans goes well.
1: Like, like, like we had to, to change the whole, uh, not to change the whole model, but to, just to, to do a part of the model that we we wanted to do a little more, like canning and, uh, and distributing. Earlier. Yeah, earlier than we thought because at first well we started
2: port- in December, but yeah, that's right. We
1: started slowly mm-hmm. to distribute cans in in Montreal and in the, the the in the, in the Laurentians, but uh, at that point it was just like. To start a little bit because we didn't have any volume to do a little more, but now that everything that the tap room is closed and we we cannot do uh, any serving here, so um, it was a, at the same time a good a good opportunity for us, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, it was we a had big...
2: more uh, volume in the, in cans. Otherwise, we need to keep stock for, for the tap room too. So we had yeah. bigger volume to distribute. So so that was the big change
0: yeah because a lot of smaller craft breweries that didn't have the distribution the canning system that you guys have were struggling immensely yeah so it is a very very lucky that you guys had that whole facility sent up set up and have that at your disposition and your your distribution is really really good so so hats off to to whoever is doing that for you guys and you guys getting the volume out there thanks thanks
2: i i'm who, who exactly
0: is your distributor is it?
2: it's us yeah
0: we
1: do everything
2: yeah we <laughs> bought a little truck and we have a, a driver that delivers every week so yeah. we do no fucking yeah. way we try to do everything. Good for you.
1: Yeah, we do, we're like that. We like to do everything on our own. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. We are. Uh, we are.
0: Well, the- you chose the right places. You chose because uh, I I've bought your beer at a few places that I always go to, such as Vitzinbiere. I've seen it at yeah. uh I've seen it uh, in the North Shore, which I wanted to touch on in the future because um, I'm from Jim- Montagne okay. originally. So uh, Espace Soublon is a place that I stop at whenever I would go visit my yeah. parents to try to grab some brews. And I, I picked up a Adam and Eve there, which was exciting for me because I hadn't been on, on, the, on the Montreal side of distribution yet. So so it's always fun and exciting. How is COVID for you guys? How are you guys uh, with the tap room? Are you guys, was that, it must have been hard for you, especially in the launch, trying to get people in. It must be disappointing that you had to reorganize your whole system.
2: Yeah, we opened last year on the 4th of July, and we kind of missed the beginning of summer. So uh, we have a terrace here in front of the, the taproom, and uh, it's the same for this year. We cannot use it, <laughs> but it's not that we don't want to use it. It's just mm-hmm. that the situation is like that. Like that yeah. uh, we look forward to open it uh, as soon as we can. Yeah, for sure. We miss people a lot. That's the kind of... Uh, the trip we have is that when we see people enjoying our beer, is fun and it's it's a thing to be uh,
1: oh, yeah, share. Sure. It's, the, the tap room is one of the biggest thing about the the brewing and the, and our project for sure. At first we thought just doing like a industrial um, an industrial, uh, an industrial facility and just brew. And at some point, we 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 just realized that uh, it it made no sense for us. We needed to have like the human contact and have like the the customers and all the, the people coming coming here and to come back, enjoy everything. with us uh, the the things that we do. So it's something we're missing a lot at the moment, for sure. Yeah, but uh, I think it's uh, it's getting positive. So I I think we'll we'll probably reopen. Uh, we just will, hope the sun will shine a couple one day. Of weeks. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll open at some point.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. We we got to be positive and the, the clouds will spread yeah. and the the craft beer gods will shine upon us <laughs> and allow us to go yeah, you know, drink right. craft beer in an establishment. I'm missing, I'm drinking a lot of good beers, obviously. I'm lucky with uh, what Vitsun has set up. Yeah. But but I miss going and experiencing that beer in a brewery, being surprised if they have like a, a special beer on tap that's brand new. Exactly. Cool. I'm missing that whole experience.
1: We're, we're missing it, too, for, from other breweries as well, as well because yeah. we're, we really love to travel uh, and see go see other breweries. So it's the same thing for us as well. We're missing this
2: part.
0: The success that you guys have achieved, though, because I, I feel that I've been watching it grow. The hype is there. Uh, I'm friends with, of course, uh, coming from the metal world. I'm friends with the boys from uh, Masorum Brassatorium who uh, are on the similar hype train but a little bit different because they have no distribution and people have to go pick it up. I I think personally the fact that you guys had to can so much and to get stuff out there to people, you guys somehow made an impact in a very uh, oversaturated market with lots and lots of breweries. But you guys managed to pierce through so much so that now you guys are having to – you just announced it this week, which I thought was super interesting – that you have to reduce – your taproom hours, so that everyone can get a chance to get the beer. Did you guys ever think that was going to happen?
1: Uh, we we dreamed of it, but uh, of it, yeah, that's true. But I, I don't I don't think at the beginning we thought it would be that uh, that uh, quickly and yeah. that uh, that's overwhelming. I don't know how to say that, but
2: um, but when we started yeah. the brewery, it, it was really important for us to have a beer that we would l- like really love. Before opening, because it wouldn't wouldn't make any sense opening with beer that we don't don't even like. Yeah. So at one point, the, yeah, it was important for us, but we never imagined it was going to be like that.
0: It's it's amazing. I, I'm I'm blown away,
2: and we don't even realize it. We're like in a little town that 12,000 people here in our hometown. People love the beer, but it's not as huge as maybe as the beer geek scene in Montreal and everywhere no for sure where but we feel it though we feel it yeah but we don't realize. I personally don't realize it.
1: No, for sure. And we uh, we can't yet. we can't wait. So and we can't wait that the tap room all reopens. So like everybody from Montreal comes here. Yeah,
2: <laughs> come to us.
0: <laughs> you, you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. I, I wanted to touch on, and you just answered my question: was why La Chute? For everyone that's wondering, uh, La Chute is about. 45 minutes to 50 minutes to an hour outside of Montreal north. Yeah, something yeah.
2: like that, yeah. When no traffic, 50 minutes is a good time.
0: It's a very, very cute little city. I have family, that have cottages that we always have to drive through to shoot. There's that little pataterie, which yeah. is awesome <laughs> that I used to stop at when I was a kid. Uh, tonight we're going to share a beer virtually, which I'm stoked that we're going to do, and I've been looking forward to trying this. I yes. had the non-bourbon version, and I sincerely enjoyed it. So this is the 1201. This is your bourbon-aged version. Five months. Yes. Yep.
2: It's the first barrel-aged beer we release. Yeah, we did, yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) It's an imperial stout conditioned with uh, espresso coffee, Madagascar vanilla. We got some caca nibs, some maple syrup, which I love, uh, super, super uh, Quebecois Canadian right there, and some Sicilian hot peppers. So let's crack these open and let's see what these got. It pours out, omnious and black like my metal soul. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is. Uh, it smells nice, coffee, a little spice. The the booze comes out on the nose. Mm-hmm. Cheers to Cheers, Matt, to Matt. Nice to Super meet you, stuff. my friend.
1: Yeah, nice to meet you. Thanks for having us virtually. Oh,
0: of course, of course, of course, and we'll do it again for real one day. Yeah, for sure. Hmm, it's divine. Little boozy bite sweet with the, 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 the vanilla still kicks. And this is your first barrel-aged. Is this something that uh, I've, I've, I'm interested. I'm like, I've watched everything that you guys have been doing. You guys have made Pilsners. You've made almost a smoothie sour, but it wasn't quite there. The Triomphe de la not serve.: It's not a, it's not a uh, smoothie uh, it's yeah. It's not
2: smoothie, but it's a sour IPA. <laughs> with lots of fruit,
1: there's a lot of fruit, but there's no um, how do you say that the puree in the beer. It's a DDH uh, sour IPA with a lot of fruit at the end after fermentation. So it's almost a smoothie because there's a lot, a lot of fruit, but we don't put it like um, we we leave, leave the fruit going down to the the, the the fermenter, so we don't transfer any of the puree in the in the the cans so uh, at the end it's not a smoothie but it tastes a little bit like it
0: i got it is that something that's on on, on your docket or are you anti-smoothie
1: no we're not no for sure we, we love really like it <laughs> uh we'll probably do it for the tap room first and uh, this summer we have something planned like uh, midsummer to uh, to re- uh, release one but only at the at the brewery and we'll just do crawlers with it for sure first first start and we'll see how it goes
0: wonderful wonderful you guys made the 1201 uh the original can version and now here we are with the barrel ages are you guys uh gonna keep dancing with barrel aging yeah we
2: just bought some more barrel yeah that's
1: right (laughs) we don't have a lot of space though space is missing oh yeah for sure but uh we bought uh we just we have now
2: three uh, so uh, So bourbon barrel bourbon barrel with 1201
1: yeah And we bought two other uh, barrels to make a sour beer um, mixed fermentation, uh, like a French oak barrel. Nice. So this is in uh, in maturing now, standing, and we're waiting (laughs) (laughs) anxiously. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let, let's go back. Uh, I normally ask on Vox & Hops what people's uh, soundtrack of their youth was. I'm interested in hearing the soundtrack of your beer youth. Do you remember your first beers?
1: Probably well, yeah, Coors or Molson or something like that.
2: My father used to have the fridge full of uh, Molson product because uh, one of his uh, client was uh, Molson, so, but not... Uh, he was a distributor of molson beer so he always had Laurentid beer O'Keeffe, uh, molson x <laughs> and that was it i think <laughs> like, it was always faced like a like a store you yeah, I was, was like was, nice was, a nice facing what nice facing was yeah. <laughs> so that was my in, in, first beer was his most product for sure
1: it's always our our father's beer the first beer we have yeah it. for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's for
2: sure not me no my dad
0: didn't drink so and he's oh, okay so. actually oh. he started enjoying coronas with lime now that oh, okay yeah 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 <laughs> no I no, 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 dad was never into to drinking no i i got into drinking on my own <laughs> yeah
1: that's right <laughs> that's good
0: <laughs> how about that first craft beer you, what would be the one that that turned you on to craft beer?
1: But the one that you're talking Yakima um, from uh, Castor, it's probably not. It's not the first craft beer, but the, I think it's the first craft beer that we said, "Oh shit! I really love, yeah. we, we really like the uh, craft beer, and we really like IPA." So it was the start of the IPA love mm-hmm. I, for me. I think for you too.
2: And at the same time, Les Trois Mousquetaires had their IPA there, the Blue Label.
1: Yeah.
2: That and IP was like super rare, rare to have, so yeah,
1: it was a big hype
2: really uh, good around this
1: IPA. Uh, this IPA for sure. Yeah, we were okay. like uh, calling the the dépanneur and Le shoes to say, hey, do you have some IPA? <laughs> do you have some <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not yet. Not yet. One per person. <laughs> so that was the start, and then we've traveled in Vermont and uh, in United States, New York, Brooklyn. So and then we we discovered all the
2: Boréal too. Bor- yeah. Boréal and Norris. Norris like made a, a big impression
1: on, on Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? And uh, at that time, it was the, the La Nordée oval. Yeah. When, when we could have one, it was like, wow, it's still good. But at that time, it was like
2: amazing.
0: When did you guys start brewing? When is that something that, that you started doing? Where did that passion come
2: from? Um, <clears throat> That's kind of funny because it, it, it all starts because we're big, huge beer fans. So... Uh, the idea came with uh, Joël's father, which is uh, Serge Duprat. Uh, he, 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 we talked; we were having supper, and he just pushed the idea of, "Why don't we open a brewery?" And we were like, "Yeah, why not?" But we don't know how to make beer, <laughs> so <laughs>
1: we like beer, but we, we like don't beer, know the hell we don't how to, know make it. How to
2: <laughs> brew beer. So uh, we knew what we were what we wanted, but how to get there was the the big trip the big like yeah the big, sure uh, uh, problem the big thing, <laughs> the big problem too so like two years ago
1: yes yeah, about two years it's probably about two years year ago yep.
2: uh, we started the idea and there we bought a little uh, brew kit uh, home brew system uh, yeah, a great grandfather. father yeah. and uh, we started uh, developing the the recipe uh we were really into IPA, so it was important to, for us to uh, yeah,
1: for sure. The, the, the start was this: just try to make the best IPA IP we could do with yeah. the grandfather and uh, the small fermenter. And we started uh, buying books. And uh, my father uh, got in, got uh, got into a course uh, like a uh, week. BQ? Yeah, I think so. IBQ.
0: Yes, of course, yes.
1: Yeah, so he, ha- he got into a course, uh, a course to just uh, to add the basics of, uh, of brewing, and then we uh, we've worked with uh, Michel Gauthier, which uh, helped us a lot uh, to to uh, to develop our to skills, skills. To learn the skills and how
2: to brew and, uh, and
1: all the little details. Yeah. And uh, Alex Sirois was Alex there Sirua, too yeah. from uh,
2: Count Bouse Brewery in mm-hmm. uh, uh, Saint Saint Saint, Adolf Saint- Adolf Doward. Doward. <laughs> So uh, they were our, the two mentors who we have, and uh, but Serge, we, like, Serge was the one who would brew the beer because he was recently retired and he had lots of time. So uh, he wanted a new project and he entered in a big project. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. It started so, as yes. a small, small project, but like uh, we realized at some point. It became like we... <laughs> more
2: work than his uh, usual work before. Yeah, for sure. So uh, that's about it. That's yeah. where we, we started. We started to brew when we had the
1: project in mind. So it's like, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll start. We'll uh, learn how to brew. But we already had everything in like scheduled. Like we start building. We start, um, and we buy our. Our brew house uh, and everything, but we—I think we—we f- we ordered the brew house and we never did. Uh, we, we didn't have any uh, brewing experience.
0: Idea how to use it. <laughs> so
1: can you imagine? It was a big yeah.
0: Guess. Wow. So Serge really believed in you guys.
2: <gasps> yeah, That's <absolutely>. right, probably. <laughs> well, Serge is a big part of the brewery because uh, he was the one. Uh, and uh, mainly there all weeks because we have other jobs than yeah. brewers. I, I, I'm in... Yeah, oh, I'm yeah still, still yeah, now. Sure. He's a designer and I'm uh, working in video. So uh, we both have our jobs, but we're in the brewery too. So wow. we split the, the task. Actually, we're four partners. Yeah. Uh, the, the both of us, Serge, uh, the Joël's father, and uh, Jean-François Noreg he's from uh, Victoriaville too. so. Uh,
1: and he's the guy, the finance guy, so it's pretty important to have someone uh, taking care of the finance because we're not pretty good at this. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now it's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> I know how to count <laughs> until 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, had, I had 10 beers last night. Yes, After but... 10 beers, I don't know. What to <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so you guys were, are basically, like the company in itself is, is like that kid who picked up a guitar two years ago and now is on stage touring the world. It's a good example, yeah. You hit the ground running.
2: <laughs> yeah, but in our head, we're still uh, selling lemonade on the side of the street. It's like <laughs> we're just enjoying it and we're not, we, it's, uh, we don't take that too much seriously. It's like we have fun doing it, we like the beer we, we make, and we love seeing people enjoy the beer we make. That's the big part of us for us that's where we make him beer. And
0: it's 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 making a huge splash here. I know a, f- a few of my fellow craft beer media friends are really into it and uh, like it a lot. Uh, very happy that there's some haze happening here in Quebec you know with Masorum doing it with uh Brusky doing it and with you guys uh we're we're happy to have some haze here in Quebec the way that it's happening in the rest of the world
1: it's nice what we see now uh with the uh, like you said Bruskeimisram uh,
2: yeah the fucking scene...
1: Wood with brothers it's like uh, something that uh, even the um, yeah. nouvelle france yeah yeah so it's it's nice what we see no
0: a, There's
1: there's yeah. lots of product we like getting yeah. there reaching uh, the, the level of the americans <laughs> we'll it's get
0: good there. it's good we'll have an excellent uh, people come up here after when people can come up here yeah that's and, right and, yeah. and enjoy uh, our local beer A uh, mm. uh, trip there and come out and have some stuff that, the, the way that we've been doing it down in vermont for sure uh, where does the name come from i'm sure you've spoken about this before but i've missed it no we never did
1: <laughs>
2: well, uh, the, the guy you see behind us, well, maybe you don 't see it if you I do I, I, I see him. He's sir John
0: sitting up there yeah yeah
2: that 's sir john johnson he 's the name, the guy behind the name of the brewery, he used to be the first owner of the territory here in argenteuil the the territory uh, he came from uh, Amsterdam, New York, so we have one beer called Amsterdam New York in in homage for uh, his yeah. birthplace, mm-hmm. and uh, we play a lot with uh, the, the American names because we love beer from Vermont. So, and the first arrival here uh, is Ezekiah, Ezekiah Clark, which came from Jericho, Vermont, Vermont and his uh, wife Abigail. So, there's a lot of history in our name. But the brewery, uh, we wanted something that uh, represent both French and English, because here in La Chute we're it used to be half half, half English and half French, and for us it's part of our heritage and story. So we we wanted to represent both sides. So
1: yeah, for sure and I have an inspiration of the Vermont breweries that we really enjoy when when we go there That's, the tap room is really inspired by the, what we we can get uh, in Vermont if we go to foam or if we go to uh, all the, the little breweries there four quarters the is yeah so
2: and Jericho is like 20 minutes from Burlington it's like really close so we, there's, the link there's in a, there. and there's a brewery in Jericho but we didn't try it yet it, no it's, it's not a brewery, a brewery.
1: there's a no. tap room
2: a tap room yeah okay yeah but we didn't we didn't go yeah. yet. We want to, but someday we we will. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: We have a long life of craft beer ahead of us. I, I love the the branding, the artwork, uh, the little crown. I think it's very important for breweries to stand out on the shelf to catch the attention. It's it's like a logo of a band. You can just use that that tired old font that everyone's using and not stand out and use geometric shapes and stuff. But you, got, you guys have gone with the historic route and you caught my attention that first time that I went into Fitsunbiaga. Viz- I was like, what is that? <laughs> and then and, and, uh, what was your thought process behind it? I love that you have the, always on all of your stuff, la c'est notre brou, recycle, puis attention à tapou, which is, translates roughly to uh, the earth is our brother. Or a bro, which is more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so recycle this and be careful of, of its skin. It's it's a sapo. And I love uh, on the IPAs you guys you guys have the Be careful uh, of your skin. <laughs> the skin of the earth, yeah. But Tension
2: Tapot just came out from a video that we we love. It's a bon Fight Kevin. So in Bon Fight Kevin there's somebody that say Tension Tapo and <laughs> you should not. You should look at that video. You will laugh. Oh, you yeah. will have a good laugh. It's like people having a party, but it's the end of the party, and everybody is like scrap. Or the the Leland lundi, I uh, It's the early <laughs> morning, but oh yeah, okay. So So okay. Tapo came from there. That's and funny. So
0: there's inside jokes on your bottles, which which I like very much.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just inside jokes. We're all I love about inside jokes. <laughs> yeah.
0: You guys are awesome. And then the n- normally on your IPAs you have like the. You have like these bars depicting how much of each hops is located in the beer has been used. No,
1: it's just it's uh, nope. just, just a, it's just a design thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, see, now I'm so you thought but there was okay. a process with all those lines? the
1: first, the second one, and third one. Or like the <laughs> quantities of it is what I thought. Yeah, it, it could look like this. Yeah, for sure. You're not the first one to tell yeah, the, to tell it's us true. this. Yeah,
0: I've, I've been telling everyone that's what it was.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> No problem. <laughs> but well, maybe
1: it's that we yeah. can say that. Yeah, we, we yeah. can say that now. You should. If we say, yeah. it's, a good, <laughs> it's, a,
2: it's
0: a good sales point. I love that uh, you guys are using interesting hops, uh, such as the Lotus hop. I don't haven't seen many people using that one. Let's talk about using interesting hops, trying to keep it fresh, uh, being such a young. Brewery, you guys and Masorum, same thing. So many, uh, and Brewski. There's like a difference between these newer breweries that are starting versus the old school breweries. There's no more flagship beers. It's like we're gonna put out products, and we're in, I not what I would you know, and see what sticks to the wall, and hypothetically, then you make different versions of it. Where does that come from? Is that stem from Vermont? Did, did everyone get inspired from Vermont? Is that it?
1: A bit more like, yeah, I think so. I, from the United States mm-hmm. in general.
2: It's more uh, the, the USA model. You yeah. look at the brewery like foam. I don't know how much brew they have. I don't know. Four hundred fifty, maybe something like that. So it's kind of crazy.
1: So they just re try a new recipe all the time, and it's a good way to uh, to uh, improve and uh, get better. And I think from the first beer we did last summer and the beer we are doing now, it's like uh, worlds not, apart. Yeah, it's not the same thing at all. So and I think that the fact that we're not rebrewing the same same beer all the time, it gives it give us a chance to improve try things and uh, get to where we are yeah, now it's
2: a work in progress we're improving and we try different things and sometimes we fail but see, yeah. I think it's part of the process when you brew different things you hit the wall sometimes
1: yeah, sometimes. But, but now that we know our, our parameters uh, a little more, and when we try new things, we're not as scared as we were at the beginning. No. <laughs> now uh, we we we're a little more confident react. of what we, we have to do to get to what we we want to do. And uh, But it's just like to try different hops, to try different malt, to try a different process. So, we cannot put the same label on it. So, that's why we're bringing like new um, new names. And, and it's fun at the same time. Yeah, that's, we
2: like doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's right.
1: To think about always a new concept, a new beer, a new, a new uh, li- a label, uh,
2: a new photo, and everything. So Which
0: is your world, right? You guys do the R- artwork. Yeah.
2: yeah. I work with cameras, he works in design. So, that mixed together makes a good brain, a big brain. <laughs> big We don't have big brain, but <laughs> both of us a good brain together. It's,
0: it's, uh, I, I like it. I'm stoked. At it. I'm always excited to see something new. Uh, that Kuron which was the, I spoke out earlier, was a collab. You guys did two collabs so far. Unless yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, three, three.
2: Yeah, three, because the first one was with the Count Bows. Yeah. We did a stout. A dry stout. A dry a dry stout yeah. Which was called a 329. Because it, it was is, a, a the road, that, the road that was uh, between us, the 329. Oh, that's cool. Uh, after that, there was Boreal, the yeah. Dancing mm-hmm. Bears, and now we have the Couronne Nord with Espal sous Blanc,
0: which is awesome. Yeah, uh, is that something you guys want to keep doing? I, I like how breweries are all connecting and, and interacting together and supporting each other.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's important for us. No, really important. Is it like a,
0: like you can go there and you get to pick each other's brains? Is that how that works as well?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it's this. It's just at at some point it's more like just to brew a beer together and have fun. I think that was how I felt it when we did when we did the the collab that we uh, that we did. But uh, for sure it's it's always fun to talk about brewing you know, about yeah brewing with other brewery so you can get a little bit of how they do things and how we do things and we all improve in this i think
2: and to share those uh, new ideas with new brewers that becomes friend and it's really nice because it's a big one big family in quebec Mm -hmm. here so uh, we need to stay close it's
0: another thing that's very close to the music world it's like i get to go on tour with people yeah, be, we're all going through the same issues, and then we live together on a bus for like three weeks, and we become brothers. That's it. Yeah. So you guys going to brew together, and then as you guys were speaking, I was wondering if like your big the success that is happening really ties into the fact that you your second collab was with one of the biggest craft beer staples of here in
2: Quebec, which is with Boreal, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, I think it helped for sure.
2: It helped for sure. Yeah, it's a nice exposure for us to brew with Boreal. Uh, I couldn't even realize that we were brewing with uh, Gabriel Dulong, who mm-hmm. became friend with us. Uh, it's really nice to Gab came uh, to the brewery with his uh, wife and to have supper, and it just started like that. Mm, so, exactly. I think it's
0: yeah, yeah, just naturally and organic. That's yeah. You
2: can't push things sometimes. You don't push things. That's it. It just comes.
1: Mm-hmm but it was great we had like a great time the release was really cool yeah, as well Gab yeah, was there for the release and we had a great uh, great night great night
2: uh, great party and uh, we will <coughs> we were we had planned another uh, brew with uh, Boreal but with the COVID-19 it was postponed so it's gonna mm-hmm. come soon yeah okay. sure we have something going but not for not for now
1: and we have other collabs on the, on the way other too, collabs well. on the way too so well, could be posted at, at some point. <laughs>
0: good, good. I have to ask because it's Vox and Hops, right? Um, do you guys listen to metal? <laughs> or, ha- or have you listened to metal in, in your life?
2: He did. Absolutely. I still listen Not- to metal music.
0: Do you? Good. So you're a metal brewer. I like it. So let's, let's go down this rabbit hole. More old
2: school metal, but uh, I listen to metal a lot in my life.
0: <laughs> perfect perfect. So what what would be that first metal band that really got you hooked?
2: I think I I, I would say Children of Bodom which oh, cool. was uh, one of my favorite band when I was uh, 16 17 years old and then uh, my cousin uh, had a boyfriend that was within uh, the band Cataclysm. I don't know if you know Of course, of course I know them. Yes. Stefan Barb, which was in no. my family. are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, man. No, and, way. Yeah, uh, he's from really saint Matt. I'm from Two Mountains, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, Stefan, uh, I had really good times with Stefan. So he's fun. Uh, Cataclysm, uh, all, all kinds of metal like right. Dark, dark Tranquillity, Sonatarctica, all kinds of metal like you know super power metal, dark metal. So uh, I went to a show, Cradle of Filth, and uh, Dimmu Borgir. Uh, that brings me like. 20 years ago, but I still listen to to those music, to that music. And uh, uh, that's mainly it. <laughs> that's
0: good. That's cool. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, <I
1: can. laughs> it's a good thing Max is there because I wouldn't have... you
2: too much to that.
1: No, not a lot of metal. metal yeah, no. I like it, but I'm not... In, I, I've seen one show because I was filming with him.
2: Yeah, we were, we were filming a <laughs> Cataclysm video clip. So we really? were at the med- yeah we were at the medley and yeah, joe medley came, came and uh it <laughs> well, was a nice, great night man. yeah for nice, sure man.
0: you gotta love cataclysm are amazing uh, i've toured with them before uh Stefan balb is Maurizio. super fun to party with
2: i was a little bit young to party with uh, steph but uh, my one of my first beer he, he used to bring us hidden beers you know yes he I gave, know, gave exactly us beer in family parties
0: Oh, he's so cool! Because I
2: was like 15, (laughs) if he's 16 years old, and he brings us the beer. Yes,
0: he's super cool.
2: Yeah, (laughs) cool. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good guy.
0: What What do you listen to, Joël, If If you're not listening to,
2: uh... oof,
1: a lot of things. I think we're like uh, we listen to like old rock, hip hop, a lot of hip hop, old rock. Like Neil Young is probably my one of my favorite Mm artists. Me too. Listen to. Pink Floyd, uh, Radiohead. War on uh, Drugs. War on Drugs. Things like that. And a lot of hip hop. So it's like a big mix of. But I. Depends like, on the mood. Yeah, that's right. I like it's electronic music things. as well. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's a music that I don't like. Just when it's well done and I just like it. So, But it goes in a lot of ways. Uh,
0: what is your hop of the moment? My hop of the moment right now, I'm on a Sabro trip because. Everyone's making beers with Sabro And I like it just so, so much It's got that coconut amazingness What about you guys? Jo-
2: Joel is not into
0: Sabro, no, okay. I'm not into, I'm Sabro, into Sabro
2: I really like
0: It's very divisive Yeah Do
2: you taste the, too much coconut in it?
0: <laughs> I don't think so, no I think it's more flowery yeah. Soapy yeah, it's soapy <laughs> Maybe it's like coriander with people
1: Oh yeah, it's well, it's I like same. coriander
2: <laughs> You hit the point it's uh, the same yeah.
0: thing <laughs>
1: What hops? I don't know. I really like Nelson Sauvain and uh, Citra. It's, Citra is the best.
2: Citra, yeah. I don't know. Galaxy.
1: Galaxy, yeah. I like Galaxy. But I like the mix of uh, a hop like Nelson Sauvain and uh, which is a little more floral or a little... Uh, White wine. Yeah. And a, a mix with a, uh, light like Galaxy hop, which is a little more fruity and very bold. So the mix of both... Like the same thing with Nelson Sylvain and Citra,
2: I think it's a good mix. But the letter uh, Vic secret we just came uh, came out. Yeah. made me like discover more the Vic secret, yeah tiny, a little more tiny bad. and mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too, so:
0: One last question. What is your hangover secret? Oh shit. Oh
1: I don't have any hangover secret, I'm just like sleeping all day long. <laughs> and it happens too much. No. <laughs> There's no secret
2: there. Um, I'm not just, good at this. You need you to be a, a warrior. You just need to be a warrior and <laughs> look forward. It's gonna you're gonna get through. That's just the, the
1: <laughs> it's just one day that you feel bad, and then you,
2: you start over. Usually around <laughs> supper, you heat and you you survive. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get to get through. Uh, Lipton soup helps, but uh, not always. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect. <proven>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Before we, we we drink a lot of Gatorade. Gatorade, but
0: back in the day, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Joanna, Max, thank you so, so much for joining me. I can't wait to meet you in person and share a beer together. I'm a fan for life, and I can't wait to see what comes in the world of Sir John Brewing. Cheers, boys. Cheers, my friend.
2: Thanks, and uh, hope to see you soon on the terrace.
0: Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. So stoked that I had a chance to sit down with Max and Joel. I love their beers so much. I believe that I said that enough during the interview, but I mean every word that I said. I am so stoked for them hitting the ground running. They are a true success story, and you got to try. You got to get out there. You got to just sometimes just just throw all your cards in. If you believe in it, it's going to happen, people. And Max and Joel and the rest of the crew from Sir John Brewing Company, are the proof of that. So huge cheers, everybody. If you can get out to La Chute, go to their tap room, drink some of their beers, pick them up if you can. They deserve our support. They are one of Quebec's best microbreweries right now, and I'm so stoked I had the chance to sit down with them. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. I have one more episode coming at you this Friday, but until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Fox and Hops Hits. <laughs>